Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 181, the WWV 100th Anniversary Special Event Station, recorded live on Thursday, September 12th, 2019. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Dave Swartz, W0DAS, and Matt Deutsch, N0RGT. And we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show, Howard Bernstein, WB2UZE, and Rich Collins, K2UPS, were here to talk about the Long Island CW Club and their online CW classes. So if you missed that show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or YouTube, or you can catch the rebroadcast on WTWW, that's 5085 AM. Saturday evenings at about 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So get your WWV questions ready to go. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can call us after the interview. And uh, I'll go ahead and give you the number so you can write it down and have it ready to go when we ask for calls. That number is 812-NET-HAM-1. It's 812-638-4261. You can also tweet us. I'll be watching Twitter throughout the night. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter. And if you're on Spreaker, you can type into the comments there. And uh, that should pop up here on the screen as well. So I'll give you that number again a little bit later. Uh, But first, we're going to talk to Matt and Dave right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on HamTalkLive. I'm sorry to bother you, but I'm having an antenna party and I ran out of PL259s. Oh, come in. Thank you. Would silver-plated PL259s from Tower Electronics be too good for your guests? Those will be fine. Thank you. You saved my life the other night. Oh, the PL259s from Tower Electronics? Yes, they were very successful at the antenna party. My antenna works like a charm. Then how can you ever thank me? 
I'll try to think of something. Don't be caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics at a ham fest near you. Or visit them online anytime at pl-259.com. Or call 920-435-2973. They have adapters, cables, antennas, soldering supplies, and meters too. Ham Talk Live is on your side with traffic and weather together on the 8s. WWV. All the time, all the time. Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show again tonight to bring you Ham Talk Live. They'll be in Peoria at the Superfest. That's September 21st and 22nd. And then they'll be in Sweetwater, Tennessee on September 28th. And October 4th and 5th, they'll be in Belton, Texas. But you can visit them anytime you want, day or night, at pl-259.com. Joining us tonight, Dave Swartz, W0DAS. He lives in Fort Collins, Colorado, and was first licensed in 1974 as a teenager in Pennsylvania. Dave graduated from Colorado State University as a geologist in 1982 and became a high school science teacher at Rocky Mountain High School. And Dave is helping organize the WWV Centennial Celebration. And Matt Deutsch in Zero RGT has been the chief engineer at WWV and WWVB for the National Institute of Standards and Technology in Fort Collins since 1989. From 1979 to 1991, he was an electronics technician for the Coast Guard, and Matt received his amateur radio license in 1992. So, guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Hi, Neil. Yeah, we were uh, able to talk back in um, Hamvention season uh, during our Dayton preview here on the show. We had you guys on to talk about the forum that took place at Hamvention about the 100th anniversary of WWV. And now we know a lot more about the special event and some of the festivities that are going to take place. So uh, that's coming up real soon. So, um Dave, let's hear about the final plans and details for the on-air part of that 100th anniversary celebration. Well, we're uh, very busy getting ready, uh, just trying to make sure all the pieces parts are in place. And uh, we met this afternoon. Uh, we do a video conference every week. And so I really feel like things are coming together. You, you wonder at points, but it, it really is. We're going to be on the air uh, starting on uh, uh, Friday night. That would be uh, September 27th, but we're going to start at zero hours on September 28th UTC. So uh, here in the West, we start at 6 o'clock. On the East Coast, it'll be 8 o'clock in the evening on that Friday, and, of course, uh, 5 o'clock on the West Coast. But uh, we'll get started. We're going to be operating a variety of different modes. We'll be doing digital, CW, uh, single sideband, the digital, I think we've settled in on, we're going to be focused in on FT8. Uh, I know there's a, uh, some demand for other uh, digital formats, but we're going to try to use the KISS philosophy, keep it simple, and uh, get, hopefully that works out uh, well. So anyhow, we're uh, getting ready for all of that. That's going to run for five full days, and 
We'll have our schedule up on our website. We have a website, www.v100.com, and we'll post uh, our operating schedule. The operating schedule is up there already. And uh, you have to look at it. It's just a Google spreadsheet that's got a color code and tells uh, what mode we'll be operating and on what bands, and uh, we'll try to stick to that schedule. We'll have a fifth station that's going to be also set up to be sort of a very flexible station. If we have an opportunity, a special guest that comes in and would like to operate a little while, then uh, they'd have that opportunity to do that. We're going to contact schools. Uh, and we got some museums lined up as well. So we're uh, hoping to keep that sort of a flexible station. Also, we're going to have a six-meter operation from that same sort of uh, extra station. So we're going to venture into uh, the six-meter realm and uh, do some meteor scatter digital. Uh, so... Uh, got some great guys working on that here and uh, very tuned into that whole world. Uh, so they're going to be offering that up for a, a lot of people to to be able to uh, get to the station uh, via digital, via meteor scatter. I think that's pretty neat. So there's a lot going on, Neil. <laughs> it's a little hard to wrap up into one one uh, explanation, but it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, the camp. Yeah, I, think, be... I think what Matt said was that um, on email that that. that after this is over that you could do just about anything maybe even run a three-ring circus well not exactly and and <laughs> this is certainly not my effort this is a this is a team effort i just happen to be the guy that has a little bit more flexibility in his day so i i get called on to do the oddball things but <laughs> uh it's really a, a group effort uh the northern colorado amateur radio club we're getting help from Rocky Mountain Ham, which is a big organization throughout Colorado. They're going to provide us with a comm trailer and uh, several towers uh, for our beams. So we're excited to have them involved. We have a small startup club, Fort Collins CW Group, that's going to uh, support uh, the operations of the uh, of the event as well. So it's really all of these different organizations across Colorado coming together to make this a really fun event. Uh, it sounds like a great event and uh, really looking forward to all of it. And Matt, uh, you've got some um, some celebration going on down um, <clears throat> in Albuquerque. Is that is that right? That is correct. I, uh, well, first of all, I, I do want to say that, uh, um, you know, Dave and his crew have poured themselves into this upcoming special event station and i'm just astounded where all the guys at the radio station are in awe about how organized and hardworking these guys are and uh, so there's a shout out to them but i am going i've been invited to the duke city hamvention uh in uh albuquerque and i will be speaking sunday morning the 22nd of september i believe it is about the history of uh, the hundred year history of WWD. So if anyone's in the area and can make it, uh, I'm sure they'd love to have you. So that, that, that'll be doing my part. All right. Sounds good. So Albuquerque on September 22nd. And uh, if you get a chance to get out there and uh, see Matt and, and hear about the 100th anniversary, that'd be a great opportunity. Well, Dave, I noticed that you guys did a test run because you know you're you're out there operating where there's all kinds of RF, and so you decided to do a test run. I'd say that was a great idea. So, what did that entail, and how did that test run go? Well, we went out uh, a couple weekends ago on a Saturday, and we had a lot of uh, help from, like I said, the whole crew and other people joined us as well. 
we had uh, David Kasdan from Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland uh, actually flew out to help us and to get oriented with what's going on. He's going to be doing a, a wonderful festival of, of frequency measurement uh, event along with the WWV event. We'll have more on the website about that later. But uh, we had a great set of group of people. We got one of our beams put together. We were using Step IR beams that were loaned to us from Step IR. And uh, they're just a, a, a great, uh, incredible tool once you get to working with it. So we got that assembled, set up, got used to working with the beam. The big question was the RF environment for sure. And uh, of course, we're going to be using bandpass filters just to isolate ourselves from each other. But we do have to do some notch filtering. So we've got some stub filters that are going on. Uh, the receive end of uh, things coming into the uh, into a radio. We took on a challenge, and we we're trying to operate 30 meters, and so we're only 100 kilohertz away from a 10 kilo uh, 10 kilowatt broadcast, and it's 100 yards from us. So um, that definitely the background noise is up, and uh, when we do the filtering, we have a tendency to drop everything. So we're looking at some crystal filtering options as well. But uh, we're going to give 30 meters a go. That would be our real challenge to see, uh, especially with everybody being uh, 200 watts and less. So <laughs> it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll give it a try. Yeah, anytime you're in a high RF uh, situation like that, and uh, and then you've got multiple transmitters on multiple frequencies at the same time, uh, that's got to be a challenge. So I'm, I'm glad that the uh, test run went well. Well, last time you were on the show, we were talking about a song about WWV, and uh, after the show, I I had to go find it. I had to go listen to it, and um, I, I found it. It's by Science Park, and it's a, a one-man band. His name is uh, Mike Weiskopf, and uh, he was kind enough to give us permission to play part of the song tonight, so... Um, if you like it and, and you want the rest of it, uh, you can go over to Science Park at sciencepark.la and uh, you can download uh, those tracks from there. So we're going to l- take a, a moment here and, and listen to this this song. Now, now, Dave, you've heard this song too. What, what are your thoughts here on the song before we, we play it? Well, this is a really interesting album. I mean, it, it came out in 1990. Is that right? 19 or 1998, something like that. So. so about 20 year old album. And uh, Mike is in Southern California. So it has that Southern California 1990s feel to the music a little bit, which I think is kind of fun. So it's, it's a neat, uh, it, it's interesting. When I played it for the guys at the station, they were, they were astounded. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and, but it, it, I think it's fun. And to be honest with you, I think Mike Weisskopf, um, he just put out a new album. So if people do go check out Science Park LA, um, it's a really good album and uh, very different and you know a much more mature uh, musician and uh, a, a lot of fun to listen to that one too. So he, he has some, he has some very good music. I like the song you're about to play, so I'm I'm ready. All right, well let's give a listen. This is Science Park and WWV right here on Ham Talk Live. Click. 
So there you go. So if you want to hear the rest of that, uh, sciencepark.la. And uh, Mike, thanks for letting us use that. And and uh, Dave, Mike's got a lot of WWV recordings too. Yeah, he's got a, a, an amazing collection of uh, WWV throughout history. And really starting about the 1940s, doesn't get back further than that. But it's really interesting to hear some of the announcements it's got leap seconds in there. If you're a if you're a, a time fanatic, you're going to love to listen to that extra leap second thrown in there a few times, and uh, it, it's a, a very good recordings. He also has gone around the world recording shortwave broadcasts from all over the planet, and I've never seen a collection of anything like it. So, if people have a chance to go check that out, um, there are links to those sound recordings. I think from Science Park, but we'll have to. I I haven't been to that site so. Not exactly sure. Keep an eye on Mike Weisskopf, though, for uh, some really interesting recordings. I think they're great. Yeah, I know you were telling me about some of that earlier, and I, I haven't had a chance today to go listen, but I want to go uh, listen to some of those leap seconds and, and some of that stuff. So uh, we'll check that out. But, Mike, thanks for letting us uh, use that tonight, and uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. So, again, sciencepark.la is where you will find that song if you're interested in uh, hearing the rest of that and, and uh, downloading that. I did that after we talked back in May, and uh, so it's on my phone now all the time. Well, uh, <laughs> let's talk about the QSL card uh, for the uh, special event and certificates and, and whatever else you've got planned. And the call sign is WW0WWV. So tell us how people can uh, contact the special event station and get that confirmation. Well, we just have a QSO. We were going to have everything uploaded to OQRS and Club Log, uh, Logbook of the World, as fast as we can get it up there as well. But uh, OQRS has a very neat new service that is a mapping service. And so you can actually uh, watch uh, the contacts coming in from around the world. Uh, I've seen it on other de-expeditions in different forms, and uh, it's really kind of neat. So we're, we're, we're glad that they just announced that they have that tool, and we're going to try to take advantage of that. The QSL cards um, will, will be through OQRS and um, a PayPal. Uh, we'll probably get the cards out uh, several weeks after the event because we want to include photographs of the event and at the site and everything. So the cards are designed, but uh, have yet to be full, uh, populated with some good images from the event. And uh, Matt, you've got something going on too, right? I do. I uh, am looking at providing a QSL card uh, for just one day on October 1st of this year, marking the 100th anniversary. And certainly anyone who hears us on October 1st, they're more than welcome to write to us or... Uh, you know, you can get reach us by uh, email at www at nist.gov and send in a reception report, and we'll send you a 100th anniversary uh, 
QSL card. And we had interestingly just ran out of uh, our old style QS, QSL cards, which have been around for longer than I've been at the station. They're more than 30 years old. We finally ran out. And actually, I'm kind of glad because they were kind of uh, <laughs> not colorful. Yeah, they, they, a little old fashioned. Yeah, they were, and so I'm looking forward to over the years here coming up to uh, you know rotate through some different photographs we have and and maybe make them more colorful and more exciting after the uh, the event comes and goes October first. All right, so you've got a chance to get a card on October first just by listening to WWV and sending in a signal report. And then if you work WW0WWV, you can uh, get on OQRS and uh, request a card that way and, and take care of that. So lots of good stuff going on with the WWV 100th Anniversary Special Event. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to take your calls and your questions at 812-638-4261. And on Twitter, and uh, we'll talk more with Matt and Dave after this word from ICOM right here on Ham Talk Live. Heard it, worked it, logged it. It's time to get the transceiver that's best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Make the most out of contest season with one of these ICOMs today. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The IC7610 by ICOM is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling, 110 RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digicel. The IC7300 is changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and SD memory card slot. And, of course, the IC7 7851 keeps your competitive contesting edge with faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. ICOM's IC7851 is the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, memory keyer, digital voice recorder, high-resolution spectrum waterfall display, enhanced PC connectivity, and an SD memory card slot. For more information on ICOM radios, be sure to visit ICOMAmerica.com dot com slash amateur join the conversation give us a call at 812 net ham one that's 812-638-4261 now here's more ham talk live ham talk live all ham all the time Thanks to ICOM America for sponsoring the show once again tonight. Check them out at icomamerica.com slash amateur. 
And Ham Talk Live is at hamtalklive.com. And we're here on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And it's time now for your call. So if you have a question or comment for Dave or Matt, give us a call right now at 812-638-4261. That's 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. Or tweet us, it's at HamTalkLive on Twitter. And if you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast edition, we're not here. Because it's Thursday right now, so we're not here. So you're not going to be able to reach us, but uh, we, we're glad that you're listening Anyway, so uh, while we're waiting uh, on some of those questions to roll in, uh, let's talk a little bit about the museums and schools, uh, Dave, that you've got some some schedules planned and, and trying to involve some of those schools because, you know, you're, you're the school teacher at heart like I am. So uh, tell us about some of those plans. Well, we've... Uh Put out a, the word to the school club roundup group, and we've gotten at least a half dozen schools very interested in uh, contacting us. And also, we've had a couple of universities that I think are, uh, are really actually uh, very tied into the history of radio that are interested. The University of Pittsburgh uh, has an amateur club that we're going to have a scheduled contact with. And then also, uh, in, in your home state, Purdue is going to... Uh, have a uh, uh, contact with us. And they were nice enough to, to fill us in that uh, Purdue, uh, the club is actually older than WWV, which I think oh, is. Oh, wow. W9YB neat. is older than WWV. I did not it know is. that. And it was uh, started by Dr. Fessenden, I think. Uh, I think I, I, I might have said his name wrong, but uh, the inventor of AM radio was also. Uh, key in, in starting the Purdue uh, Electrical Engineering Department. And so they have, their station has been around a long time. So it would be really fun to have contacts with them. We have a local museum in town. The uh, the public part of the celebration has been really scaled back to to, to rather small group of people that are going to actually celebrate the, uh, the event on October 1st. But we're going to have our local museum, uh, the Museum of Discovery in Fort Collins. It's going to uh, have some hams down there. We're going to have scheduled QSOs back and forth and questions up to the operators up uh, at the special event station. But it will be a chance for the public to come in and get a little exposure to ham radio. Uh, they're going to have some historical documents from when the station was first brought to Fort Collins from the museum, which is kind of fun, too. So it's really going to tie the community into that as well. And if there are other museums out there as well, I'd like to, would love to reach out and uh, have some scheduled contacts. I think of uh, the Paddock Museum in uh, Minnesota would be a, uh, a good one to go to. And we're gonna we're gonna get Canine Sou in there too. So we're ah uh, yes. So. <laughs> uh, we have to figure that out. We'll get that. Yeah, we'll get that. yeah we got to figure that we'll out. You have to get your step IR working better, right? Yeah, worked on it. Worked on it today, and and I think maybe I've, I've got a lead on the problem so we'll, we'll okay. see how that goes i think i think i got it figured out 40 was great 20 and uh, you know 20 is not doing well but well got a lead so a we're gonna one. try it yeah we'll we'll see if we we'll do 40 or 20 we'll we'll try both we'll figure it out 
Yeah, or or maybe we'll get our dipole up by then. We we don't know. We'll we'll we're going to give it a shot anyway. Well, we've got a couple of questions that have come in on Twitter, so let's take a look at those. And I th- uh, this one I'm assuming is about WWV itself, so this may be one for Matt. Uh, KC7ZIE would like to know what is the power that is broadcasted and do you do tours? The power that is broadcasted, uh, the three frequencies that we consider our primary uh, frequencies, 5 megahertz, 10 megahertz, and 15 megahertz, they're all 10 kilowatts. And then we have uh, 2.5 megahertz, uh, 20 and 25 megahertz, and they're all two and a half uh, kilowatts. And uh, the the question of tours does come up a lot. Um, unfortunately, since uh, 18 years ago yesterday, we've been told to scale back or eliminate the uh, tours, though on rare occasions we have gotten permission to let in like a large radio club, <clears throat> something where we can, uh, you know, vet a large group of people and it's more efficient for the staff to get in a, a large group. So if a, you know, radio club wants to take a tour, we've been able to accommodate them, but it's, it's been pretty rare. All right. Very good. Um, and I guess this one would be for either one of you. Uh, Carl KD nine HQT is wants to know how is the QRM around Fort Collins? And do you think that the band conditions will be good without conditions interfering since the station is out in the country? You know, the, you definitely uh, a lot less static. And so you get out of the city, you get away from all the fluorescent lights. So where we can hear on the band, where we don't have a harmonic landing on top of us, it's actually really a, a, a good environment. And so I was surprised. Uh, S1, S2 type of thing with any static. So down, down low. Uh, in town, it could be S5, 6. Uh, it just depends on the time of day, that type of thing. So, Especially around the hospital, a lot of noise. You know, I've noticed that. I drive, for whatever reason, driving by that, and uh, I do a HF net when I'm driving home uh, in the middle of the day, and I, you're right. So cities are cities are bad. <laughs> I, I would love to live out in the country, but uh, that's also a, a little tough to do as well. So, But uh, WWV is a very nice location as far as uh, – you know, the, the QRN and the QRM, it definitely is uh, a little quieter there. It's, it's very nice. As long as you're not <laughs> on a harmonic. As long uh, as you're on a harmonic sitting there, you know, 100 kilohertz off. But we're going to make 30 <laughs> meters work. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. And uh, welcome to, to Carl's dad's listening. So Carl's up visiting his dad. So welcome. Thanks for uh, listening in tonight to us. And uh, if you have a question, you can tweet us. It's at Ham Talk Live, or better yet, give us a call. It's 812-638-4261, 812-NET-HAM-1, and we'll try to get your questions answered. We're talking about WWV tonight and the 100th anniversary uh, with Dave Swartz, uh, 
W0DAS and Matt Deutsch in 0RGT, the chief engineer at WWV. Um, Dave, I know that there were some plans for open house and then there were some changes. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with the open house? Well, that the open house is now a closed house, I suppose is the best way to put it. And, uh, you know, that was something, the one thing that we've done very well with NIST and with the, the special event station is that we've kept ourselves separate from one another. And so what NIST decides is really not going to impact us uh, other than the fact that they're, you know, they're not going to have the doors open for anybody just to come up and, and see the station. Um, the operators that are going to be at WW0, WWV for the special event station, we are going to get a chance to make sure that those operators get to visit the actual WWV station. And so we'll be able to, like Matt said, we'll have a bigger group and that will be busy and uh, we'll keep those guys busy, but we'll do a tour for the operators. And uh, the government is concerned, you know, they we have to give them a list of who's going in and things like that. So it's a it's not your normal government facility. Uh, they don't necessarily have all of the same uh, uh, precautions up. And so uh, they, they do want to be careful as far as, uh, you know, having people coming in and uh, walking just through the property. It just wouldn't work very well. It's a big area, so it would be uh, it would be it would be tough to, to manage it. And Neil, uh, if I could add on to uh, uh, ZIE's question about the tours, uh, if you go on on YouTube, there is one oh, radio yeah. group that we did take through several years ago, and somebody videotaped a large portion of it our videotape shows you how old i am it's uh, <laughs> uh, recorded, uh <laughs> recorded on their their phone uh, uh, a large portion of video and uh, obviously not the same as a live tour uh but it does cover a lot of the bases and uh, uh i would recommend uh, you know searching for that on youtube and uh until you know we hopefully our our public affairs people said they would like to do a professional tour through there with good video equipment and uh, post that uh, in the future oh that would be nice so hopefully they will follow through and uh and do that so that that'll be cool we'll uh, we'll have to keep our eyes open for that well, if you have a question, give us a call at 812-638-4261 or tweet us at HamTalkLive, and we're going to finish things up here pretty soon. So uh, if you have a question, now is the time, 812-638-4261 or tweet us. Um, guys, anything that, that we've left out here that uh, that we need to bring up? I can't think of anything else, but... Uh... We, we really appreciate being able to come on and talk about this with you, Neil, and, and everybody else on Ham Talk Live. And uh, we're, we're excited about the event. I hope people tune us in. Uh, we'll do our best to have as many QSOs with everybody that we can. And uh, I'm, I'm very excited. I, I'll put it that way. We're okay. looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, before we go, Dave, let's uh, remind everybody how they can find you on the air and find the uh, website and all the information that they need to know here for the big special event in a couple of weeks. Well, the best way to 
learn about the event is to go visit our website, www.v100.com. And we will update that and have current operating frequencies and things like that during the event posted. There is an operator schedule posted on that website, so you could go look and see what modes we're operating when. And uh, again, we'll start on Friday evening, uh, local U.S. time. Uh, that'll be zero hours on the 28th of September, and we'll go for five days until uh, the end of October 2nd. And uh, we'll be on all the HF bands. We will not be doing 12 meters, and uh, uh, nothing's scheduled on 17, the warp bands. We are going to do 30, and we will be trying to do 160 and 80 as well. So we'll see how that goes. Okay, so be sure to check out www.100.com and get all that information. Well, guys, have a great time. I, I, I'm, I'm envious. I, I wish I could be out there and, uh, and check all that out. But um, it should be a really great time. <laughs> you had to get that in there, didn't you? I, I had to do it. It, yeah. It's the chemistry teacher in me. They, they, you know, I, I tell my kids, you know, we actually, you know, as science teachers, we actually have to take classes on how to tell bad science jokes. Oh, absolutely. It's part of your training. That You get that. You definitely get that from your uh, cooperating teacher when you're student teaching, too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so. absolutely. Well, so, we'll so we had to w- get it in there. We'll be listening for you. WB9VBG and... Uh, what modes do you like to operate, Neil? I, I'll operate just about anything. Now, my CW is pretty rusty, so I, I, I kind of avoid CW. But sideband, PSK, FT8, FM, sideband, uh, whatever works. Well, well, we'll definitely look for us FT8 and sideband. And CW That's if you right. warm up a little bit. Yeah, I have to warm up a little bit. And satellite. Can't forget satellite. There you go. Added that in the last few years. Absolutely. All righty. Okay. Well, that's going to be it for tonight. So, guys, thanks so much for coming on the show. And uh, have a great time. And enjoy it. And congratulations on making it to 100. And we hope to hear WWV on for many, many years to come. Me too. Thank you, Neil. Thanks, Neil. All right. Well, that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guests, Dave Swartz, W0DAS, and Matt Deutsch, N0RGT, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and typing in tonight. And I invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time when Joe Karsha, NJ1Q, and Michelle Patnode, W3MVP, will be here to talk about ARRL's podcast, So Now What? And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, visit hamtalklive.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. That uh, helps us out a lot and helps others Find us faster. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours.